Well, it's good to be able to reach out to our friends and colleagues across the many miles on this, another broadcast of Saints Radio. And we are just enjoying the privilege of partnering with you in the Lord, and we're so thankful that you are tuning in today. We hope we're streaming. Everything should be. I'm assuming we are. But um, thank you for uh, carving out this time each week to be with us. We've done some really unique things on this broadcast over the years. Don't you think? Oh, yes. Remember we did fast of feasting a few times? And we did communion. Yeah. And We've had guests from many different lands on here. We had our little Indian friend that would come by and visit oh, with us. How's he doing? Have you well, him he's anyway? fine. I, I understand, though, that I, I'm not able to, to talk with him because it would be uh, an accusation of, of uh, what would that be, cultural appropriation, maybe? I don't know. Maybe Annette will let us know how he's doing. Yes. <laughs> Perhaps she will let us know immediately. <laughs> so, anyway, uh, God is good. Ah, we are in a week of prayer, beginning seven weeks of prayer. And this week, leading up to our time in Brazil, is focused on his presence. Just a wonderful thing. Yeah. How's that been going for you these past couple of days? Oh, it's just my favorite thing. Totally. And I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's the 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 first season of this that we did leading into the seminar, which was highly significant, um, was very profound. I mean, the Lord gave me very directives of my prayer times and what He expected. He can do that, you know. And I was faithful to that. And during the seminar, I so strongly recognized the fruit of that prayer pursuit for from all you know from everyone because his presence was so faithful and it was it was just so profound to me and it for me in in the role that I play in the, in this body during the gathering and I know other people testify of, of something quite contrary, but for me, from a prophetic standpoint, I sent such a clarity of direction, and there was just such a clarity, and it didn't even dawn on me until after the fact, which it's always reflection, you know, you always see clearer, I think, when you reflect back, that that clarity in the way that we moved during that gathering was the direct result or the fruit of our 
welcoming the presence or the face of God. Mm. Because if you're in, you know, if you see him, you know, I will speak to Moses face to face. That's clear. That's, <laughs> as a prophet, you can't get really anything clearer than that. And, and, and I recognize that, that that was the fruit of our hearts, just reaching towards him and welcoming him into the midst. But also I recognize that, and, and it, it, it remains the same. I mean, this pursuit right now leading into Brazil and what he wants to do in Brazil, I'm believing for the same measure of clarity for, for all of us. But I'm also asking for his anointing and um, the demonstration of his power like was what was on Jesus. You know, Jesus, when he, when John baptized him and he came up out of that water and the Holy Spirit, the presence of God, the presence of the Holy Spirit rested upon him as a man because he was fully man, fully God. He needed that, that presence upon him. And then he was, he stepped right into walking in the authority and the power as he saw what his father did in heaven and he did that. And so I'm, I'm also asking for that measure of empowerment or anointing upon us because we desperately need that. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, if we're, if we're gonna change the spiritual climate of a nation, we've gotta have a demonstration of his power. And so I'm asking for that presence to rest upon you to rest upon me, to rest upon our whole team, to rest upon every point of ministry and everything that we do, if we go do activation, I, I don't know, um, every prayer time. But I'm also asking for his glory to protect us. And so it's, it's, um, it's a little different this time, but it's the same. And so you asked how it's going for me. I know. Yeah. That's, that's good. That's really where my heart has been pursuing. But two, you know, we talked about this a little bit at the end of our last broadcast, and then you touched on it on Sunday when you talked about the Sha'al. There's nothing, we have nothing if we don't have intimacy with God and the Father. And so welcoming His presence is not really a selfish thing. But in some ways, I feel like it is because I, I so desperately desire uh, really to, to explore, to break through, to explore, to learn, to know him in ways that we've not known him. And I think that that is, is a big part of these next seven weeks. And that's not saying anything new. I mean, that's been our pursuit for the last 25 years, but there's just something just really burning inside of me because I know that with everything else that's going on and everything that's trying to clutter this time frame, and it's real. I mean, it's very real. That is, I mean, that fire can't go out or can't be quenched by the cares of this world. Yeah. So, uh, focus, and, yeah, anyway. 
Well, um, it's it's been it's been very interesting that um, I think the the combination of the pursuit of his face, his presence, and that concept of Sha'al, uh, where, the, where the intimate commune with God, where you're in this place that is yours and you're not in a public persona, you're not in a you know, a ministerial pose, it's just who you really are and everybody has that. We don't, that familiarity which in the natural can breed contempt, seems that I've heard that quote, is, is something that Instead of contempt, it is commune. And I, I've, I've been experiencing God coming early in the morning, just, just talking to me again. And I think that's a depiction of Sha'al, but it's also at other times where you're just there, but it's based on where, where he, he comes in, in an unpredictable time. Um, but, you know, the, the, the strange thing about that is that um, it's based upon you setting the stage for that relationship. What's the difference between sha'al and supplication? That's a good question. Supplication is when you commit to partnering with the ways of God, where you yield yourself your your very essence to accept grace and something that God's wanting to do that's a connective point and that's really the basis of of this kind of relationship but then the shaal is these moments where God comes after that point of agreement has been established. And, you know, he says, ask of me, but it usually is him prompting that encounter with an asking from him. And, and that's so often the case in the Bible, whether it's an angel or God asking a question, can you believe, or what meaneth this, or that kind of thing. The interrogative of God is what initiates the, the Sha'al from us. Like when Isaiah came to Ahaz and said, ask the Lord um, a sign, whether it's a height or depth or whatever it might be. And Ahaz, of course, said, I won't Sha'al. But it, there's an initiation. So you know, I, I just find it so interesting that that interrogative um, is is really an initiation by the Spirit of God at an unpredicted time, uh, but it's based upon the fact that you're already partnering with him, which is why it's usually a priest or prophet or king. They're already aligned and functioning in the service of the Father. And then that... that that form of questioning, Sha'al is not you ask, it's God coming, him being in that relationship with you, and usually him prompt, 
prompting the ass, priming the spiritual well, as it would be, of, of asking us or putting the question within us if we're sensitive. So interesting. Um, so this morning, at like three in the morning, I wake up and I've been having a really unique dream. And, and I, it, I, I thought, I got to write this down because I'm going to forget this. I'm going to go back to sleep and I'm going to forget what I'm really seeing here. Because I knew it was from God and I knew it was significant. And I don't even know why I woke up. I, but I, I think perhaps to wake so that I would remember. And what it was is that I was on a hillside, but I was looking at a, the face of maybe 50 feet of rock, different different pockets of rock, it, but it was like there was just water gushing out and flowing down over that rock. And around me, I was on this platform where this water was just coming down in front, but this is well established platform very ornate lots of plants and flowers and and i could see that above this place right above it was this beautiful home and with a lot of flowers and a lot of different little plants and there was a, a woman that was walking around she looked like she was outfitted for gardening she wasn't a young woman but she was a caretaker. And and then I could look up to the top of the hill and I saw what I didn't really recognize from that angle, <clears throat> but in reflection, I knew that it was the TTT. So, and then I looked down off to the left and I could see down in the valley, down in the valley, this river just flowing and I could see a guy on a kind of a tractor that was making a roadway beside the river. And this guy came up after, and it was a young man, blonde hair, and he said he, he had found something down there, which I'm not going to talk about here on the radio. And then that's when I woke up, when this kid was showing me what he had found. And it was really perplexing me. And then the Lord remember, reminded me of a dream that he gave 25 years ago where I was face to face with this cliff. And I could look up above the cliff, but I couldn't get up there. And I saw the TTT. And I saw people in white walking toward it. And there was just a little trickle of water coming out. And I thought, well, this is interesting. You know, how could you get a drink of that? Now, it's just what I thought. I had no conception of the water that comes out of the throne, the source of the throne. No conception of that. And so I thought, well, this is where we've come to now. We've got this water out of this rock that's just pulsing. But it didn't come down over where I was. I, in fact, I wondered, how do I get up above that, which was not what I was supposed to do, and, and where's this water going? 
And so it was, it was interesting. So I think we're at a point now where water from the rock and, and the river below, it, it really is a sign of what we've been believing God for. But that rock face from a quarter of a century ago, just a trickle of water, and now it's just like, it was like rapids, but it was just a vertical, a vertical face, and water was just coming out of all these different pockets of water. I mean, it was just gushing. And, but then I woke up after I saw these other things. So, I know this has to do with the saints. I know it has to do with our mission. I know it has to do with heaven. I know that it's kind of what God said, you know, what we've been talking about, water basically from the throne that comes out from the threshold of that temple at a trickle, and then it comes to water to the knees. It comes um, water then to the loins, a great river, we, we know that we've studied this. We've looked at these factors. But the water out of that wall was just what was so astounding. And the way that it has been developed in those years. It's not just a just an open place with a little trickle. It's just beautiful like a arboretum-like setting with a building. And then uh, I knew I was on some kind of a platform that was well manicured and then I'd look down off to the side and I could see this, this river and um, somebody preparing the way, a road there. It's interesting. Did you roll it now? I did. And I'm still trying to get, because it was just now nine hours ago. Did you go back to sleep? Yes, I did. I didn't have anything to report after that other than waking up like I was exhausted. Um, so I don't know what I was doing between then and waking. But I went back in and thought about these things and early. So, again, I know this dream has nothing to do with me. Why would I dream that? What benefit would it be? But I know that it, it is a sign in this week, this beginning week of the presence, this first of seven. Um, and so I've been trying to process, what do you want me to ask about this? You're speaking to the rock, but it's more than that. Well, you mentioned um, the difference between supplication and shawl. That's interesting. And so just to bring a little bit of clarity for our listeners, we have shawl, which is obviously the Old Testament, but also something that we apply today in the New Covenant. But can you maybe speak into the difference between we understand the difference between supplication and shawl, but what about shawl 
and Prasuke, and we know that Prasuke is speaking the prophetic declaration of what you glean in the heart of God through that measure of supplication, partnering with grace, and declaration. So you've got declaration, and then you've got asking. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's interesting because you've got the, the supplication in Palau. Right. And then you've got in the New Testament supplication in Prosuke. Right. And those those really are essentially to to us the same thing. Right. And that's a commitment to God where he is giving ongoing revelation, instruction, clarity of thought. Um, it's it's just part of any of the seven spirits as listed in scripture has two two parts to it you know whether it's judgment and burning or whether it's wisdom and revelation so there's there's always that element of the first being your priority and your direction the second being gaining clarity gaining understanding or like judgment and burning yeah but but even with the application when you see when you know this is what god wants and then you see it functioning right. and, and and burning but like even then wisdom. you have an understanding right wisdom and revelation we seek the lord for wisdom but then he, he brings that in the form of revelation that then we then turn and apply yeah yeah, yeah. But I think that that the Sha'al really aligns with another New Testament term, Iteo, which is what you would ask on the basis of authority, which is really what Sha'al is. So it's different than you having revelation where you're, and as powerful as that is, where you're declaring what God's doing and you're believing for things that are a progression, this Sha'al is more of a, it's not work, it's commune. The first to me is work. If any woman who's pregnant, it's work. Isn't that true? So, when you're in grace and supplication, you're you're laboring toward a toward a a, a a goal of partnership, and along that pathway, you've got a lot of things that are happening that you need to speak blessing into, things that you on the pathway itself you encounter, and you're 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 speaking into and you're you're declaring you're praising and you're you're uh, you're really accepting along the pathway to me this sha'al and iteo are things that god comes and initiates that are like promotion so for instance let's there's some of the verses that i listed which are all available to you in your study you know you study this word through the Old Testament, you'll see this. But like what we talked about, let's let's cite it here. 
And any of you who wants this sheet, it's not that Monica's been holding out on you. Both of these are available on the archives from Sunday. So you can just go get your little self over there and get them for yourself. Like, um, let's see, this one, where Zechariah 10.1, ask the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain. Um, what we've been studying recently is that the former rain has already been generated and the season has been generated and the planting has been generated. And that is all part of what our role as trees of righteousness or those that are in that voices, thunders uh, process. You're already in it. You're already gaining insight. You're already moving. But then this Sha'al comes, okay, it's time for you to ask me to mobilize these other things, whether it's the ocean or the rivers, to, to create these bright clouds. So you've been already participating in partnership. You've already been communing with the Lord. God has already been showing you things. You've already been in agreement. This is kind of a unnecessary thing where God's saying, okay, you ask, and I will initiate the miracle that completes this thing. So it's kind of a, it's the same principle, but, and, and the timing of it. Who's to say what the timing of it is? God does. Um, so that, that's, that's kind of an interesting appearance of Sha'al long after the process has already started, long after you've already begun to lift your voice, long after then when the convection is drawing you up with your, your incense and the moisture of your prayers that then creates the clouds and that, that explosiveness. The Sha'al comes after that. So you've already been participating in this amazing process so, to me, it's some ways the same. In other ways, it's, it's very different. It's so different. But it's the same God. It's the same work. But it's so different. Now, the question for me, though, is like in, in Isaiah 7, when he brings Ahaz out, who was just... We've studied about this. Isaiah had been there with his grandfather, who God was moving through powerfully, brought Israel, talking about making make Israel great again, <laughs> Mega. <laughs> Uzziah was that, but then he fell. And then his son Jotham was a, was it, was that his name? Was, um, kind of a caretaker and then this kid shows up I understand I understand parts of this all of us you have a visitation you pray that your children are cognizant of that you can't make them have the relationship but you hope they do but when it comes around the grandkids 
then you see, oh my gosh, how do I get them in a position where they'll have this encounter? Where, you know, they're there, but how do how do they have to find him? How do you make how do you, you can't make that happen? I, I'm experiencing that right now, you know. But this kid was so far away from God. He was cutting deals with foreign kings and Isaiah comes out there. So to me, and it says, hey, look, you need to be functioning in Sha'al, which is a weird thing because what this kid really needed to be functioning in was, I got to know God. I've got to recognize what this nation is supposed to really be, what we're supposed to be doing, and why I have this kingship. So, but but the boat was already, had already left port there. Whether this kid wanted it or not, he represented the legacy of Isaiah. Isaiah was already, you know, the year the king Uzziah died, I saw the Lord. His train fills the temple. He's high and lifted up. That's some pretty heady stuff. So it's almost like Isaiah is welcoming him into that process, even though this kid is the king. It's good to be the king. He was the king, and for him to be giving this option of Sha'aling in kind of a ask for any sign, that's amazing. The power of Sha'al. But the problem was, for him to really have known God, maybe Isaiah thought, I'm sure the Lord God arranged this. Maybe it was the purpose of, I'm going to show you my power. What you've got to do now is come back and initiate this process for yourself. I don't know. I, I mean, it's just shocking. So then he says, no, I'm not going to show up. Can you imagine that if the if the prophet Isaiah, this is stature. I mean, this is undeniable. This guy is profound. He comes and basically says, okay, we're meeting here. Ask anything. Whatever it is. And him turning that down. I would think that his mercenary little heart would have said, oh, great. How about a room full of gold? He said anything. Mm-hmm. How about the destruction of this enemy that I've been cutting these deals to try to keep him away? How about that? He could have asked for any of that. And he says, no. He says, no. And then the famous, well, you're going to weary the Lord. <laughs> How are you doing this? I'll give you a sign. A virgin is going to conceive, and his name's going to be Emmanuel, God Elohim with us, which is really what this kid needed to know Elohim. 
So the process, the Sha'al seems to show up after the process of partnering with God is already there. As, just as Iteo would be. You know, like Jesus says to, to his disciples, hitherto, that's a good word, you have Iteoed nothing. But now, as I'm going to my Father, ask and receive, your joy may be full. Uh, you have not because you ask not. So, if you turn that around, you will have when you itail. But the process had already been already in motion. Was it, and I think you need to turn my mic up because I'm not with the read context. I know, they, they always say oh, that. We could, we could profit. We could, no, I think, well, what Scott's going to say is now you're pegging wonderfully right now as you're talking into that mic. But earlier I could see you were down there. I don't want to argue it. I'm not arguing it. I'm just telling you what it is. Was it was it Shaal? It, it wasn't Shaal when when Solomon asked the Lord for wisdom, was it? And I should know that, so forgive my ignorance, but or my negligence. In Gibeon? Yeah. Yeah, it was Shaal. It was Shaal. Yeah. Yeah, that was. Um, let's see, I've got it here on the page, even. Um. 1 Kings 3, 5. In Gibeon, the Lord appeared to Solomon in a dream by night, and God said, Sha'al, what I will give you. But he was already mm -hmm. anointed by the prophet. Mm -hmm. His father had already set this thing in motion. Um, he was going to be the king that could then build the temple. So it's interesting that the Sha'al came there. That's these are all really great things. Even when Caleb's daughter comes and asks Sha'al's for the upper and nether springs, um, Caleb had already taken the land. He'd already gone in and at eighty. He was plus eighty now, and driven out these giants. Um, so he had the capacity to be Sha'aling. Um, and, and okay, Isaiah 45. Ask me of things to come concerning my sons, concerning the work of my hands, command ye me. I mean, if, if you're going to be, if you're going to be doing that, you... You had to be in relationship with the Lord. You had to already be functioning in the hands, uh, the, in a partnership with the hand. You had to have seen the development of children to trusted young men to now sons. It's interesting. Hmm. Well, so this is where we are. So I'm I'm asking here at the be at the beginning of this week of the presence that in this sequence of development, 
divine development in our mission from heaven to earth that we'll know what to do that we'll know how to function on behalf of the father um, <laughs> that we won't miss any opportunity that he puts before us and that we will will find that place of hearing see cuz okay if my assumption is correct that what i saw this morning was indicative of our development and our partnership with god so we keep on doing what we're supposed to be doing um in regard to the healing of the nations he's obviously positioned us as saints um but i apply this shaal to ask god for what solomon asked for 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 wisdom to know where to go where not to go timing in this short window of world history that we have um, what do you want to ask for well the same but I, I, I was reminded the other day about in the Old Testament the first instance where the Spirit of the Lord came upon someone and it was Bezalel and it was the Spirit of Wisdom yeah. that gave him the creativity and the, the workmanship is it workmanship? Craftsmanship to be able to build the temple Tabernacle Temple and to me that's so profound because I know that what we're doing Yes, we are going forth to bring healing to the nations and to bring restoration. But it definitely requires the creative nature of God's Spirit and His wisdom. And I ask for that. I ask for, um, for us to be able to think outside the box. And, I mean, just what He's revealing now about the trees and the whole process of nature and how it lifts its voice and how it's a depiction of us when we come before it. To me, that is the most creative. He is, he, he just, I'm just astounded at the creative nature of God. And, and so I, yeah. I don't want to be bound by, I don't want to be limited. I don't want us to be limited. I want us to be able to run free in that creative measure of his spirit wherever he sends us to do whatever he calls us to do because I mean you think about the multitudes I mean water coming out of a rock when he spoke to it or when he struck it whatever mm -hmm. that's amazing it's amazing and somehow that comes through the spirit of the Lord through his wisdom to bring that creative measure and the manifestation of his power 
it, I, it's just astounding to me. So, uh, you know, I, I, I've listened over and over to so many of these messages that have come forth since the seminar about the trees and about the river and about just the whole depiction of heaven and the water coming from under the, the temple. And, and then the temple is no more. And mm -hmm. then it's the Lord. And, you know, it's just, to me, it's just, it's so creative. And I just, I don't want to be limited. Yeah. And I want my heart, I want every part of me to be so wide open that if God does tell us to speak to that rock or whatever he tells us to do, we don't hold back. We don't hesitate. We run with it and see the manifestation of all that he's going to do. Wow. Yeah, I mean, I, uh, we we definitely need that, what you just spoke about, that, that aspect of wisdom for people with creativity and people with resource that can form the things that are needed for the service of the, the King of Kings. Yeah. And we readily admit that we need that. Um, and you know, I'll just go ahead and say this. This kid that I saw in this dream, what he had in his hand was a relic of Germany from like the late 30s and 40s. It was all rusted. And, and I thought, you know, when we're, we're going into Brazil and all of those countries around there, there was a large group of Germans that moved there and populated that area during World War II and after World War II. Most of it was not for good purpose. But I'm, I'm, I'm asking for, if, if that group is gonna help prepare the way of the Lord, which could then rebound and just boomerang it over into Germany, I, I call forth that, that lineage that was twisted and corrupted. I call, call that forth that they will turn and be what God wants and that their influence and their, their creativity and their hunger and their willingness to serve. I thought, what, what is, look at that river, look how massive river. And look at that guy down there working so hard to make a road along the way, to clear a road for people to, to get to that alongside the river. Who is that? And then there he is. Good-looking young kid. It could have been a representative of an angel. But he had that thing. It was about eight inches long, and it was an insignia that would have been on an aircraft or a, a, a truck or a car and it was rusted. He said, look what I found down there. And then I woke up. So I call for all the people groups. Um, Brazil and Argentina were the two main areas, but all of those, all of those countries in South America were permeated. Peru, Chile, they were all permeated by that people group. And so we call we call them to their place in God, mm -hmm. 
But that was the odd thing. I wasn't going to say that because people could misinterpret it, but since you asked, I, I thought, well, this kid was doing this work. We need that muscle. We need that creativity in the Lord. What a strange broadcast. See, aren't you glad you tuned in today? <laughs> yeah, I think about I think about Brazil and I think about our first and then subsequent following journeys there. How important it was that Luciano would take us to that fruit market and have us experience and partake mm -hmm. of the fruit of their nation, of that just their whole that whole culture and their nation and oh my gosh I mean it's just it's profound to me that was fun wasn't it it's so fun but the reality that 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 is God's creation every part of that is God's creation that they are cultivating and of course selling but um, uh, it's just we call all that forth yeah. it belongs to the Lord Yeah. it belongs to him and every inch of that continent belongs to him. And we declare that, the, well, we ask the Lord <laughs> that his glory would be restored. And, yeah. <laughs> and we, I mean, we could speak of Western Europe. We, I mean, there's so many... We could talk about the wine and the cheese and the, you know, in France, we, there's so many ways that the Lord has allowed us to experience his goodness through just experiencing his creation with the saints. But there's, there's a responsibility that he's given us. And it's, it's, it's getting weightier and weightier. Yeah, that's for sure. It truly is. That's for sure. And I, I don't know about you, but <laughs> I always feel funny when I say that. I don't know about you, but I want to I want to run free. I want to be free. I don't want to be, you know, I've noticed just in my own personal life, this is testimony time, that you know, I've been through some hard things emotionally these last couple of months and I, I know one thing that I cannot forfeit, and that is my time here in the sanctuary in prayer, pursuing the presence of the Lord and welcoming Him. It's just, it's not negotiable, no matter what the responsibilities or demands on my, on my natural life. But um, I think it was yesterday when I was here, and I recognized that through the, the challenges, I had allowed my heart... I was closing my heart to protect it, which is, I guess, a natural response when you're walking through challenging things. But I realized that I had, I was, I was closing my heart in a in a way of, I guess, creating a boundary or protecting it. And the Lord just breathed on me, and it opened up. Mm. And the revelation of that. You know, it's just, it's like personal revelation to me how you can let, the, you know, being in this world but not of it, but being in this world, um, you know, just the things that we are exposed to. 
and our government and just in this world that we're having to be exposed to the darkness it's probably a natural propensity to want to protect yourself or want to protect um, but I, I just I speak freedom I mean I just speak the breath of the spirit just to to touch every one of us and that we would be free in his spirit to to go and to navigate and to open and to do all the things that he's called us to do of course in the spirit realm and then the manifestation of that the natural so anyway wow <laughs> well you know and i think i think maybe um you know, like when Jesus talked about if you have faith and don't doubt in your heart, you, you see to this mountain, be removed, be cast into the sea. To me, that's kind of like a, a Sha'al thing because you're obviously on the pathway already and you're already partnering with the Lord and this unexpected thing comes to... Uh, you know, maybe you did expect that you had to encounter this mountain. Um, but to be able to speak to that and know that your heart is not doubting, it's not veering off or pulling up, um, we're, we're going to need that too because, man, you know, I read... I, I could you could go off on this, so don't don't pull out your conspiratorial books and your and your your wacky hats. Um, I read about this civil war in the Sudan, which is terrible. But why in the world anybody would put pathogens and viruses? in a lab in Sudan, I don't know. But one of those factors got vials of some of the most horrible plagues that have ever go acro gone across the world. And they don't know where these are, who has them. And, you know, the same thing in Ukraine. Supposedly that happened. Nuclear a lot of nuclear capacities there that are just wrong hands that the government was saying our government was talking about the craziness that we left in in Afghanistan and how yesterday they were saying that within the next few months some of these terrorist organizations are are already planning to launch attacks here in the US and in Western Europe you see these things and you can understand how Jesus said people's hearts would fail them for fear. But this, this confidence in, in the Lord and what, what he's given us a sign, no matter what it is in the heavens and earth, ask. We, we've got to rely on, on that because this is real time warfare, not in the spirit. Yes, but in the natural all of these things we we need we're we're being we're being aligned with the father 
and we're in his pathway. And there was a report that has been out there about how our government is just rushing toward this cashless currency and an equity of money that people has, and they're going to control it. I mean, the Biden administration is going full bore to develop this. And when I hear him say, we want to finish the task, you know, I announced running for president, which is just... Did he announce that? Yeah, he did. Just yesterday must have been. Well, I, I read it. Because um, I was... Yeah, yesterday. On Saturday, and he hadn't done it yet. A little bit of Fox News media. <laughs> GFP rivals waste no time piling on Biden after unpopular president's announcement for re-election. Gosh, what a crazy hour this is. To yeah. Think. Because just this morning I was reading about how they're getting dangerous, not dangerously, they're getting hopefully, oh I shouldn't say this, they're getting very close to uh, trying to impeach him. Because yeah. of all the corruption yeah. in his family line. And uh, it's just crazy. Well, he's he's talking right now. Makes his first remarks since announcing his re-election bid. And again, I, you know, we're supposed to be praying, offering supplication for those in leadership. But what does that mean for us? If, if we're offering supplication, it's, it's us proclaiming, Father, what is your grace wanting to accomplish through this? And and really, the flack and the crud that's being released into the atmosphere, we as trees, we, our job with the leaves is to purify the air, and instead of that bitterness, it's turned into sweetness, and that produces fruit where we're overcoming. But if we view it and receive it and just get bitter and don't let it turn into the sweetness, we'll have no fruit and we'll, we'll have no capacity uh, to, to really triumph in it. And that's hard. I, I'm not, I'm preaching to myself here. I think that may be what God was doing yesterday in my heart. You know, you always, I, I, I think we tend to internalize things. But, you know, maybe what he was doing in my heart is causing me to recognize how the propensity that we have to do that in our heart, whether it's to protect it or close it off or not walk in that faith with the mustard seed, mm -hmm. but to believe because there is so much that's coming at us, whether it's personal things yeah. or things. I mean, just the things that I've read in the news the last two days is enough to... I think, is there any part of our government that we can trust? I mean, honestly, no. I, I I just, I feel like there is no part of our government right now that we can trust. Now, we our trust is in the Lord, but still, we're here. And it, it, it does have a tendency to try to affect us. Yeah. So and, let our hearts be open and free to the Lord. Right. And let faith just... Uh, and you even see the agenda of the communists in China as they're basically moving into a vacuum that we opened 
in all of South America, particularly in Brazil. And that police state, that control, which is there, largely aided by us. And um, our mission is to make disciples and to impart sonship and and to uh, and to prepare the way of the Lord there but our windows short knowing that those people are, are going to have to fight the good fight there uh, just as we are well which is why we come alongside them to encourage and to impart and well the Lord is equipping them but through the revelation of his word and their commissioning through that plus the impartation of his spirit to fight that fight yeah in his timing yeah and that's why it's so crucial that we our yes is yes to the lord when he says go and do this because the way like you say i mean the window is short right. i mean think about india that window was short that window closed well it i mean the lord can reopen it but I've been praying about that because we, we as saints, sowed hundreds of hours of teachings into thousands of pastors, and then, like you said, the window was shut. And I was praying about that this morning. God, you know where that seed is. You know who's functioning in it. Bless them do do the work because we can't and you know that last trip we were going to we had a, a, the lord had arranged this massive pentecostal church um where god's spirit moved powerfully the last time i was there and they had this big gathering and they were going to have three or four meetings because they couldn't hold all the people that were going to be coming and just shut. But, you know, I think about India and the, the way that the Lord moved in so many places with this principle of the, of the rain, the former and the latter rain and the trees and the creating the process, which we were innocently teaching that v voice thunders, lightnings, earthquakes thing. And it's good. It stands alone. It's mm -hmm. great. It's in the Bible. It preaches. Yes. Um, but how many times did, have we seen this God just open the heavens and rain pour out and temperature shift? And we'd see that. We, jo we didn't joke about it. We'd comment about it. But it was kind of an anomaly. But we're talking about this this principle and it, it's the it's the the smile of the lord to cause that to happen Amen. i'll never forget being out there in that port of hercules in monaco and it it had just turned it was cold it was it was gonna snow it snowed but that thunder boom and, and that was right after we finished our like last activation. Yeah. I mean, it literally was like 30 seconds after we said, Amen, it is so. 
That was incredible. But, you know, again, over and over again, I mean, <laughs> it's the smile of the Lord to say, this is my message. These are my saints. I'm going to do that. Wow. So, spiritually, these things are happening. And so, we end by reminding of you the invitation to make these seven weeks weeks of prayer. And um, we need the spirit of creativity, wisdom, as to what to do during these weeks. What God, what do you want here? We've laid out this format, but and we'll be talking about what we know this means, but the creativity factor, bring it. Yeah. Let us hear. That's one of my favorite things about moving in the Lord is when he speaks creatively to and through us and gives us directive that you know is him. Yeah. You know that that was not even in your thinking and... It happens a lot because we'll collaborate on what we feel, what we are sensing the Lord wants us to do in prayer or whatever it might be during a seminar, whatever it might be. And when the Lord, when the Spirit just comes and speaks, and you know it's Him, it's, we can't miss. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> asking for that. One last thing. And we're, we're past time, but that's all right. I think we started late, a couple minutes. Um, months ago, I gave what I thought would be a really good title for this gathering in Brazil. And I sent it down there because they're always at Those wonderful people down there are so big on publicity. And so... I, I gave him this, and I forgot about it. You know, if if we release something, we're not gonna. I don't. I, I guess that's a fault, but I just assume it's gonna be done, and so I forget about it and I move on. So, two days ago, we get a a word from them. What's this thing called down here? Because we want to put it on the brochures, and I thought. I sent that to you about two months ago. <laughs> and honestly, I couldn't remember what it was. <laughs> I I think it was something to do with the inheritance, the, the sun's rise to your inheritance or something like that, which I thought would be something powerful that would get the Brazilians excited. Because we talked about give me this mountain. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I, I, you know, and again, I don't remember what it was. And I thought, okay. And it kind of frustrated me that it, it also showed the fact that I had just forgotten. I looked back through emails and WhatsApps. I could not find what it was. So I have to believe that it was the Lord. So I said, look, I thought, Father, whatever I say is going to be plastered all over the place down there. So what, it, what should it be? And the thought just came, the healing of the nations. Because when we go, we're going to be dealing with so many nations. And we, that basically encompasses us praying, 
in the land of the perhaps the greatest rainforest most well known at least so that's what we sent that's what I sent Yawali sent it the healing of the nations but the progression is going to be diversities of tongues receiving that impartation proskuneo just the standard fare there's so many things that you can and we have to be really careful how we do it down there because we have a time limit at this theater but we got to be out by a certain time every day so we can't just say well if the spirit begins to move we're just going to be here it's it's a strange thing so we're limited in the amount of sessions we can have so this is where we are all right we're done anything less okay thanks everybody let's uh let's pray and um we'll look forward to what god is going to do in us through us and for him